Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Tamara Wright Show. And I'm just gonna come straight to the point of this video by starting off with a message of warning. Y'all, beware of the relationship guru, okay? Let me just say that again. Beware of the relationship guru. Now, full disclosure, I am not in the dating game right now. I have, I feel like I've never truly been in the dating game, but that's neither here nor there. I've been married for over a decade, straight out of college. So I was never part of what I consider to be the adult dating market. And especially not as it is now with the apps and everything that, that I'm seeing. But I do have eyes and I do have ears and I do have intuition. And what I'm seeing out here in the dating world and the in the world of relationship advice is a little scary, to be quite honest, because number one, I feel like it's a very disingenuous market. A very disingenuous advice is being given from people who have ulterior motives where the 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 it's almost like the intention is let me just say the most outrageous thing i can for views but a lot of people take it as truth and what i'm noticing is the married people are very quiet but the single people are very loud and and very opinionated as they should be i mean anybody can have an opinion but I look at it when I think about it and it's like, man, if you're out here seeking advice for where you want to be or where you say you want to be, why would you listen to someone who's not there? You know, it's kind of like if I want to know how to grow a multi-billion dollar business, do I want to listen to the CEO of Netflix or do I want to listen to the disgraced blockbuster CEO who took a pass on Netflix? You know, like, and that's a real story. So you can Google that one if you want to. But again, you know, maybe you you might look at it and say, well, what, what do you, you know, what do I have to add to the conversation? Because I've not been a part of it. And you're right. You are so right. You shouldn't listen to me, someone who's never been in the dating game, any more than you should listen to anybody who's failed at it or who is, um, you know, down on the dating game or has very archaic views of the dating game or just has a narcissistic view of the dating game or an obviously just like a hurt heart from their experience in the dating game. And, and I'm not talking about any one particular creator, but it's just, it's an amalgamation of what I'm seeing out there. And the, the truth is, I'm not even sure how I got down that rabbit hole, <laughs> to be quite honest, in my, you know, social media algorithm, I'm trying hard to correct it, because I'm like, how did I even get into this? But I'm desperately trying to get out of it. But it does keep popping up in my recommendations. And I see things come across, you know, talking about, uh, modern women and pretty privilege and high value and high pergamy. And uh, what else did I see? I saw some stuff about high maintenance and I saw some stuff about leveling up. Leveling up was like a whole big thing for a long time. And hey, you know, no, everybody can make the content they want to make and, and consume the content they want to consume. But I do find it odd that everybody that's given advice is single or seems to be single. 
And I'm just wondering, is it because all the married people have been run off and are just like, hey, y'all do you, do what you want to do. But it is, it's a curious thing for me. Like, where are the people who are in it that are giving advice? Or maybe that advice isn't readily sought after because it looks to be, or maybe people have the opinion of that it's like, um, it's too fanciful or it's wishful thinking or yeah, that worked for you, but that won't work for me. I don't know what it is, but I would, I would just like to, again, just pref- go back to my previous point, the be- top of the episode, beware, <laughs> beware of the relationship guru, because what I'm seeing, it looks like you're, it's like your sing your singleness if that's even, that's not even a word, but your single status is profitable, you know, because single people go on to dating apps or, you know, married people who are looking to act single, but you get what I'm saying. It's predominantly, it's geared towards you being single. That's why you download the app in the first place. And it's single people who go on dates more often than married people. So obviously that benefits restaurants, that benefits movie theaters, that benefits all these places that are traditional date spots. Uh, Because married people tend to Netflix and chill or have their date night at home or, you know, just we're not out there as frequently as people who are single. Like no no matter how you slice it, no matter how many date nights you try to have per month, like just, it's just statistically true. Married people aren't out there as often as single people. So it's profitable from a from a capitalist standpoint for you to be single. So then you get on these, you know, social media sites and you see these people that are giving you advice as a single person, like what you ought to do if you don't want to be single anymore, how you can level up so you're not single anymore, how you can get into a hypergamous relationship so you're not single anymore, or how you know, you being a modern woman is hurting you and that's why you're single or, you know, just ha- all these different clickbait titles. And I'm looking at it and I'm just like, wow, is this the advice that's out there for people who are saying they don't want to be single, but it's being given by people who are single or at best in a relationship, but not married. And it's just like, wow, that don't sound right at all. That don't sound right. That sounds like, something that would keep you single or that sounds like an attitude that would keep you single. And I just started, my wheels were spinning and I was just like, oh, well, you know, because it's profitable for people to stay single. You know, you can get out here and and have your fun and, and level up and buy all the things and go all the places and, and just all the things, but then you'll still be right back where you were. You know, you might get into a relationship or a situationship for the colder months and for the cooler seasons, you know, like fall and winter, a fall and winter cuddle up, but then come spring and hot girl summer, you back out where you were the the previous year with no advancement. So it's like you're going around the monopoly board, you stop and collect your $200 at go, but you're not, you're not picking up no property, you're not picking up a ring, you're not picking up anything of value. And it's, in my opinion, because you're taking advice from people who can't get you where they aren't if that makes sense. Like they, people can't really help you get to where they are not or where they are no longer, you know, or, you know, people will say, oh, well, you know, women give, women give women bad advice about being in a relationship. And I'm gonna push back a little bit on that. And I'm gonna say, I don't think women give 
I don't think married women give women give single women bad advice. I think single women just want to do it different. That's all. They don't want to do what what married women are doing, or they look at married women and they say, "Yeah, I see what you're doing, but I don't want to do that." And that's cool too. Like I don't tend to give advice on any given subject because I can only tell you how to be married to my husband. That's where I look at it. So I'm not a relationship guru at all. I can only tell you how to do what I did. And like I said, I wasn't in the dating market as an adult, so that doesn't help anybody. I can tell you how to get married straight out of college. (laughs) That's about it. Or how to not be in the dating game at all. That's that's my only contribution to the conversation. Uh, But honestly, I just, I want my single sisters out there to just beware, beware and be careful of the dating guru. But hey, if it's working for you, maybe the advice you're reading is different than what I'm reading or seeing and and it's working for you and it's getting you somewhere. But I also, you know, I know just from my my own experience, I always look for both sides of a story. I don't know if anybody else does this and maybe I'm just the crazy one for doing it. But if I see a story on CNN, for example, I will purposely go and look for that same story on Fox News just to see if I can find it, just to see if they're reporting on the same thing. And I try to look at the language of how it is being reported. And I've done the same thing as I've spiraled down the rabbit hole on YouTube, uh, specifically, you know, listening to people talk about relationships. And I've listened to women, single women discuss relationships. And then I've listened to single men discuss relationships. And the the divide is is apparent. It's it's the it's Grand Canyon. <laughs> it's like it's Grand Canyon esque, you know, about where they are on what they are saying they want and need. But I will say this: I do think one tweet, and I wish I could find the original tweet that I saw so I could give proper credit. But just know it did not come from me, so I'm taking absolutely no credit for this. But it was talking about men having to be likable for the first time in history. And if you're on TikTok, you may have seen this before. So if you know who is the original tweet pers- person that tweeted this, then then please let me know. But um, the, the tweet basically summed it up in this way by saying that for the first time in history, men have to be likable and they're not and that, that's something that their historical counterparts didn't have to be because women needed their assistance, especially in the financial ways of, you know, getting a bank, uh, getting getting a bank account, getting a house and all that kind of stuff. And I'm butchering the tweet because it was, it was definitely phrased more eloquently than what I'm doing right now. But I would also argue that for the first time in history, women also have to be likable. It's not enough that a woman is beautiful. It's not enough that she is of childbearing age or has you know the ability to put a, a meal on the table because men now have those skills as well so women also have to be likable and i think for the first time we are seeing that people are choosing men and women are choosing to remain single because they haven't found someone that they like and that they want to share their life with because we have to now work on being likable. And that first part of being likable, in my opinion, is you have to like yourself. You have to like things about yourself. So 
if I'm if I'm giving any advice to anyone out there in the dating world, it is date yourself. Take yourself on a date. Take yourself to a spot that you enjoy and see, do you like you? Because if you like you, then there's probably a good chance that someone else might like you. But if you can't stand spending time alone with yourself or you can't stand spending time with yourself, then how is anyone else supposed to enjoy that? If you don't like looking at your bare face or if you don't like looking at your hair or your head or whatever, you know, how is anybody else supposed to like that? If everything about you is a show, is a performance, is theatrical, who are you? Who are you? And why should anyone want to be married to that? Who wants to marry a performer? You know? So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like I could just go on and on and continue to wax and wane on this subject. But I think on both sides, what I have come to find is that for the first time in the history of mankind, people are not looking to be united with people they don't like. And that's why you will hear and see uh, so many people getting divorced due to irreconcilable differences. In my mind, that boils down to, I don't like her or I don't like him anymore. And people will say, I would rather struggle on my own with, you know, without having to come home to someone I don't like. And so if any woman out there or any man out there is hearing my voice right now, just ask yourself, do you like you? And if the answer is yes, fantastic. Just give it time then. And I'm sure you'll come across or find someone else who likes you as long as you're being authentically you. You know, because I, I know all about, you know, going out in public, putting a mask on. And I don't mean anything about a pandemic. I'm talking about putting a figurative mask on just so you can get through the day so you can get back home, back to being the you that you really like. So I know all about that. But if you are someone who is out here trying to find that love match, that like match, where you would actually say to yourself, I would marry this person. And there's nothing about finances or beauty standards. I don't care nothing about that. I like this person and I want to be with that person. Make sure you're likable too. Like you and make sure that you are focused on that portion. Because, you know, my husband, he, he tells me he loves me every single day. And I love him for that. But what I know resonates with me even harder than the I love you, you know, kiss, I love you, have a good day at work, I love you, is when he says, I like you. And it do, it'll just come out of nowhere. Like, we'll just be chilling, doing something doing our own thing. Sometimes we're not even talking. We're just relaxing. And he'll just say, I like you, or he'll text me while he's at work. I like you. You know, I really like you. And I like him too. Like that's, I would be his friend. We would be friends if we weren't married. And I would recommend that anyone out there seeking to be married would focus first on being likable, and seeking someone to marry that they like. Well, that's all I got for y'all today, guys. You know, beware of the relationship guru and focus on liking yourself and being likable. Because if you like yourself, you'll be likable. I think those two things go hand in hand. Honest to God, I really do. 
but that's it. I mean, really, that's all I had to share for this particular episode. I thank you for listening. And uh, be careful out there, guys. It's crazy. It's a crazy world out there <laughs> from, from my view from behind the screens. I don't know. I don't know what it's like in real time, but it sounds crazy. So uh, watch yourself out there. All right. I'll catch y'all in the next one. Bye.